audience, we've got a bit of a moral dilemma tonight. When you enter a room, do you take your hat and your sunglasses off when you're addressing the adults in the room? When you dress the children in the room, do you put them back on? Because I feel like that's a lot of a, a lot of flip flopping with your hat and sunglasses. It's a lot of on and off. We're we're gonna we're gonna get to that moral dilemma here in a few minutes. Um, Jam packed episode tonight. Got a lot to talk about. We got NFL later. Talking Baker Mayfield of all people, but that's later. That's my goat. Uh, that's bottom half of the hour. Top half of the hour here. We talk college football. Episode Let's two. Let's get it done. Let's get into it. Under the lights. We're glad you guys are here with us on a beautiful Tuesday night. Joe's not here tonight again, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know, rumor mills churning. Rumor mills churning, and it's telling us that Joe will likely be here for his first episode next week, which also might just be our best episode to date of any podcast, content-wise, everything-wise, and the return of Joe. Like the return of Joe already the big makes return. it already makes it the best. But that's episode three. This is episode two. We're jam-packed. Big loves to Joe. We got college football to start the night, and uh, we've got a team that. We said we were not going to talk again. I but feel like they're going to get talked about a lot more than we think. Thanks to Jay Norvell, we're right back in this seat talking about him again for the first segment of the episode of episode two. So let's get right into that. The Rocky Mountain Showdown, it brought all the action. When I'm talking all the action, I'm talking yeah. a whole page of notes right down below me here. We'll start with the trash talk. We'll start with the smoke. We'll start with the only thing that hyped this matchup to the point where it got to. And that's, you know, the comments made by Jay Norvell about the the hat and the sunglasses addressing the adults. He wanted all the smoke. He wanted all the smoke and he brought it. I'm not talking yeah, interviews. He, he wasn't backing down. He didn't he didn't care that it was Coach Brown his on the team, side. He didn't care. His team brought it in game. And they nice. brought it well. That was a heck of a game star studded game and i'm not talking the players on the field i'm talking that packed tiny colorado sideline colorado please please do some stadium Just renovations figure it out if lil wayne can't fit on your sideline you got problems um you got lil wayne walking the team out that was really goofy kind of lit, kinda lit really it was kind of lit though <laughs> um, you got offset there you've got kyle lowry we got the rock <laughs> introducing the team, I guess. Um, we got the rock trash. I didn't talking get that. Jay Norvell. Um, Wait, is it cause he's the rock and it was in Boulder? I think we're thinking a little too deep there. Um, <laughs> but either way, I actually just thought of that. I feel kind of smart. <laughs> star, <laughs> star studded game, but that's not what matters. We're talking football here. What a game. What a game. Yeah. Colorado kind of yeah. laid an egg, though. Kind of yeah. laid an egg. Colorado State came out and they smacked him. Smacked him a good bit. They played bit. physical. They played tough. They, 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 and they played fast. They were. They did everything. Half, they really they did well. everything very well. Colorado opened this game as a twenty-four. I think a twenty. They might have opened as a twenty-eight. A they might have closed at a twenty-four to twenty-four and a half point favorite. Yeah. Oh, so Vegas knew something, dude. That spread closed by four points. Anyway, <laughs> either way, uh, really, on, really Vegas. far spread to go into double overtime in this game. But we'll talk about the significance of that here in a minute. Let's talk Shador Sanders' stats first, which apparently wow. is just going to be a theme. Uh, first half stats, not great. 12 for 15, 54 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not bad. At least he was accurate. Well, he was accurate, but he had the one interception. <laughs> he, he was accurate to a degree. That interception was yeah. on a double tip, to be fair. Yeah. Um, First half, you're, you're thinking this is going to be a dud of a game. And it, it didn't turn out to be when you look at that second half. 26 for yeah. 32, 294 yards, three touchdowns. That's a Heisman game in and of itself just in the second half. Uh, this he, he had team, the best half. Like his, his second half was better than a lot of college football players entire games entire yeah. seasons that's i mean that's true is well to this point the second half was better than brady cook's performance against kansas state but we'll get to that too um either way Excellent. scoring wise colorado in that first half i don't they didn't score a touchdown other than their fumble recovery for the a touchdown ball. or no pick six that was uh shiloh pick Sanders. six pick yeah six for yeah touchdowns. Disrespected Shiloh last Did week. Not. He shuts you up. And he had a he had a heck of a week. <laughs> yeah, a um, very good game. 
But either way, did not score on their first six offensive possessions. Did not score a touchdown on their first six offensive possessions. Second half, they scored on five of their last six. So this team really got fired up in the second half. They came out. They did their thing. Um, yeah. They finally showed up. Took two overtimes, but you got the job done. You're 3-0. That's what matters. Penalties were huge in this game. You knew it was oh going to be dirty. You knew it was going to be dirty. You knew it was going to be chippy. There was. It's already a big rivalry. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of casuals who don't understand the significance of yeah. this rivalry. It's that's that's the hundredth time they've played. Yeah. Not only is it a big rivalry, but it's even bigger now because like Colorado has this huge hype around them. So Colorado State's coming in like we're going to beat you on your home turf, and like obviously the trash talking like built it even more. So like that the, Colorado State came in and they were they were going to play dirty. No matter what. Oh, yeah. And they were they were ready to win. That team came ready to yeah, win, they, came ready to perform. They came they ready and hungry. Yes, they did. Um, flags though. Flags. Colorado State. A little State, ridiculous. Colorado State flagged 17 times for 187 yards. Eleven of those personal fouls. You had the targeting very late in the game. You had the face mask very late in the game. Uh, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot going on penalty wise. The fact that you still almost won this game with that many penalties, but flip side, Colorado, I believe, also had 11 penalties. Not a whole lot of personal fouls, but also had 11 penalties for around still 89 yards, I believe. But um, penalties, just yeah. That I mean, that's ridiculous. I you, expected that, you can't win. You can't win football games. Given no. That. You can't, you can't win football games that way. You can't win football games with a minus four turnover margin and 187 yeah. yards of penalties. It's really hard to do. They almost did it, yeah. but it's really hard to do. Now, before we it move on... It would very impressive if they did. Before we move on, is there any cause for panic out of this Colorado uh, team? I'm, I think a little bit because like... You're, obviously, they lost Travis Hunter. We didn't talk about it much, but like they lost Travis Hunter because of that dirty hit. Um, and he's gone the next, I think, three, four weeks, something like that. Should be gone the next three game stretch, which we were. Yeah, and, was and the stretch like we, we talked last for. week. Yeah, like we talked last week. Big three games: with USC, Oregon, and um, I can't uh, remember. Arizona the State. Which, Arizona State. I knew it was an Arizona one. Arizona State not looking great. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you come out in that first half against Oregon or USC, Arizona State, you can come out like that in the first half and still probably beat them by 50. But if you come out the first half they did against Colorado State, they're not beating Oregon, uh, you and they're not think. coming close to touching USC. You wouldn't think. Um, Oregon's got a lot going for them right now. They look good. Oregon looks very good. You come out like that against Oregon, you don't, you don't have a whole lot of a shot. A lot of people... Hating on Dion for this one. The haters were out in full force. You knew they would be because that's, they would be. That's what yeah. Dion brings. He's again, he's brought a lot of kind of casual people to the table with this one who are going to ride his coattails when he's succeeding and they're going to jump right on that hate wagon when he yep. doesn't succeed. It's going to happen, but and he wants it. He wants it too. He's inviting it at this point. I don't, I don't want to compare Deion Sanders to Nick Saban yet, just because I don't even think he'll be a college football coach for that long. His sons graduate soon. Um, yeah, facts. But didn't he, I think he said he didn't want to be an NFL coach, though. No, he does not want to be but an NFL coach. I just, I don't, just, I just don't think he'll really coach college football for that long. But either way, maybe he will. Maybe we will. I don't want to compare him to Saban, but the best, the best example I have, Nick Saban's first year at Alabama, he lost... I believe three of his first four games, he got blown out by Louisiana Monroe. Three years Jeez. later, they're winning a national championship. I mean, they finished, I believe, fourth or fifth in the SEC that year, even after an ugly start, finished fourth or fifth in the SEC that year. Three years later, they're winning their first national championship under Nick Saban. So give Dion a little time. He said it early yeah. in the week. He's got six or seven more dogs he needs to get on that team. And then let's see what they can do with that. Facts, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, it's literally, I mean, not pretty much, it's literally a brand new team. They had 87 transfers and pretty much an entire new coach. Yeah, I mean, so they let's, literally let's give them a bit of a break. And that's another thing. Let's go Let's go back even further. They went 1-11 last season. Facts. This team went 1-11 last season. Let's, not, ch let's not change the narrative now. 
Let's not forget the fact that this team went 111. Oh, it's a whole new team. Correct. It's a whole new team. He brought in that many new guys. And, and, and they winning. still look this and they're good. they're winning already. Yeah. That's that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, and you don't is. bring in 87 new guys and get talked about by the entire country as one of the best teams in the country already. That, that's not how college football is supposed to no, work. No, it's not supposed to work that way at all. So, I mean, hats off to Dion. A lot of people, you know, jumping back and forth on that wagon. I say hats off to Dion. I'm excited to see where that goes. I think it's going beautiful places. Yeah. But he's doing a lot of good things. He's doing a lot of great things. Either way, uh, let's move on. Missouri takes on Kansas. Come else. This was our upset pick. This was our upset pick. Missouri. I, I didn't pick it. <laughs> I picked it. I'll be honest. I didn't pick it. I picked it. I picked the game to be our upset and then picked the upset. Missouri takes down Kansas 30-27. Harrison Mevis sets an SEC record with a 61-yard walk-off field goal. That's a boot. Uh, Iowa State fans, PTSD from this one. Uh, Texas Tech two years ago, 62-yard field goal. Top that. Anyway, um, what a game, though. What that was a, fun a game. One. My thing is with this pick and why I'm so excited about it is exactly what we discussed could happen in this game happened in this game. Yeah. Kansas Facts. State got dominated in the trenches all game. They- yeah, all game. They, that offensive line of Missouri looks very freaking good. They could not force a pass rush, and they were getting rushed all night. Yep, all, all night. night. And uh, Brady Cook kind of asserted his dominance in this game as well. He cooked. I said watch out for Brady Cook last week. I'm saying watch out for Brady Cook the rest of the season. Unless you're playing the top half of the SEC, then you can probably just change the channel but either way brady cook great game <laughs> 23 for 35 356 yards two touchdowns what a game very good game i mean very impressive you haven't seen missouri quarterback do anything like that no in a long time uh who is the last somewhat successful drew, success- drew, drew lock yeah drew lock would have been the last somewhat successful <laughs> missouri quarterback i was trying to think of his name i just remember him dancing on the sideline um, I just remember. I think he was the one that like got the beer thrown at him from the crowd, and he just grabbed it and yeah, slammed it. He grabbed and, it, and yeah. it. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh man. Hopefully, our upset pick is that good again this week. I wish we could. I wish we could pick a game every week and go to it. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't got oh, the production budget for that quite yet. Hey, someone, hey, start liking, subscribing, like, subscribe. Um. No, but if I if I could pick a game, oh. it would it would have probably been this game this week, and it would have been a dang fine game to go to. Um, that would have been a fun one to go to. Or I mean, on, no, let's be real. The game we're picking is that Colorado Colorado State game. We could have gone to both. I mean, that game didn't start till that's, way past my bedtime. <laughs> that's a good point. That game didn't start till way past my bedtime, and I stayed up for the whole thing. I didn't have yeah. a heart attack, but I was several. Several drinks deep. Um, yep. We got a new segment here uh, that we're going to move on to. A little segment called Message Board Maniacs. There's a lot of maniacs out there. College football is a very, things. very passionate space. So the most fun thing to do after college football games, dive into those message boards. A couple things happened this weekend. Uh, Tennessee got absolutely demolished by florida this weekend and oklahoma florida looks good oklahoma state got blown out by alabama state um who either way we are let me let me get the right segment up here message board maniacs we're gonna dive into tennessee's message board first we got a few comments here. We got a few questions here. Apparently, Josh Heupel is on the hot seat, according to those message boards. Got a comment here. Hopefully, Prime is on speed dial. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't, get that's beyond. ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous as well. Josh Heupel, you got to understand a couple things with Josh Heupel. One, he brought you the furthest you've been in Years. a couple decades last year. You beat Alabama. Uh, 
Handle, honestly, handle last year they, Alabama. Yeah, you went to the best bowl game year. you've been into in a long time. You didn't make the playoffs, but I mean, so be it. It's twelve teams soon. You're gonna make it every three years. Um, either way, you had a phenomenal season. You're still going to have a phenomenal season, and I just I don't. A- Florida's, Florida's a, very a good, good team. team. I don't think it's time to look past Josh Heupel quite yet. I think you're you're reaching a little bit to already be trying to kick that guy to the door. He's done a lot for your program. Yeah. There's a lot still to do for the program. You lost Hennon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt coming into this season. You're trying to recover with Joe Milton and no bona fide stud receiver. Like That's yeah, a lot to lose with nothing to gain. Yeah, they don't have that number one stepping up like Hyatt did last year, which... You know, I mean, he could step out next week and then all of a sudden they're saying, oh my gosh, Josh Wilson, he's the best coach in the league. We've got another user. We've got another user here looking to move on from Joe Milton already three games into the season. That's literally absurd. I would rather go 500 this season with Nico than see Milton start a single down from here on out. (laughs) That might be the dumbest thing I've seen in college football. Literally, Joe, he he looks good. Joe Milton's got one of the best arms in college football. Obviously, an overreaction here. He Um, can throw it 70 yards. without even setting his feet i mean this dude's really good he wasn't making the best plays on saturday night but you're in the swamp florida looked really good that pass rush was on him all night he made a few bad decisions in that game but i don't think it's time to move on that's your first conference game you got a lot of conference games ahead of you you're not out of any race yet that tennessee team still looked good despite of getting kind of smacked a little bit I mean, yeah. you got you got a lot of potential. Another comment here, and this guy's a little more optimistic. We've got a comment saying five and one by the Alabama game. Uh, this guy says zero percent chance that happens. I like it. I think they are five and one by the Alabama game. They play UTSA, South Carolina, and Texas A and M in the next few weeks. I don't think any of those games are close. I don't think those teams can compete with Tennessee. And if I, I think Tennessee fans, if they're thinking that they're not winning those three games, they need to relax. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think 5-1 and one by Alabama is very attainable. You do go on the road to Tuscaloosa in that game, so you might be 5-2 and two after that. But yeah, Alabama doesn't look great either. One. Alabama doesn't look great uh, either. Yeah. South Florida just shut them out in the first half. Of that yeah, game. do you want to talk about? So, a, let's talk about an overreaction. Let's talk about some <laughs> Alabama fans saying they need to get rid of Saban. If you said that and you're an Alabama fan, <laughs> get out of the country because um, you're silly. I think I think the biggest thing with Saban right now is I think he's starting to realize with NIL that uh, you can't just have the top players in the country sitting on your bench waiting to play anymore. You can't have that because those yeah, guys like, are going to go make gonna money leave. elsewhere. So I think that's the thing with Saban and NIL, but he's Nick Saban. Yeah. He's going to figure out how to navigate the new landscape. He's, he's a fantastic come right back. coach. He's going to figure it out. He's going to come back right back to domination. This isn't the NFL where you have an incredibly balanced league and you have to stick with the same guys for five years because their contracts bind them to your team. This that's- is college football. If you want to reload every year, you can reload every year. That's the beautiful thing about the game. Yep. And if you don't believe it, ask Deion Sanders. It's never the same. That's the beautiful thing. Nick Saban's going to figure that out. We got Oklahoma State fans in absolute (laughs) shambles after getting dominated by Alabama State, I believe is who it was. I don't even remember their name. Um, We got a comment here. Absolutely lifeless team in all aspects. Fire everyone. Clean house. Pick a quarterback. Stop using all three. Bedlam, which is their rivalry with Oklahoma, yep. will be a televised execution on levels never <laughs> seen before. Uh, a follow-up to that comment, this is the worst OSU team I've ever watched. Absolutely brutal. Follow-up to that, coming into this game, many fans knew an upset was possible. Didn't know we'd get sent back all the way to 1991, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beautiful Honestly? game. You know, with the Tennessee ones, I couldn't disagree with with the Oklahoma State ones. I'm on board with it. They yep. are on the struggle bus. Um, oh man, especially coming off of last year. I mean, like you were just saying, everything could change. But last year, they looked so good. They had Spencer Saunders, Saunders, whatever you say his name, Spencer Sanders, and he looked really good. 
And, like, their defense looks pretty solid. They had a solid run game, and now they can't do any of it. Yeah. Now they just are bad. Let's uh, let's break down his comments there. Fire everyone clean house. Is Mike Gundy's run at Oklahoma State coming to an end? This one, this one I could almost see. I in, could see it. In the current landscape of college football, this one I could very, very heavily see. He's not changing anything. He's not changing anything. He doesn't look like he has any interest in really winning. Uh, with their quarterback situation, they are playing three different guys. He's playing yeah. He's playing his son and two other guys. Those three quarterbacks this weekend combined 16 for 35, 110 yards, and an interception. That's awful. That's, That's literally terrible. Terrible. Like You're you, not winning a football game like that. You've got it, It's hard to build that offense when you don't even know who your own quarterback is. No, you have like, no identity. You need to have chemistry with the quarterback, the receivers, the running back, the line, and you can't just be throwing them, everyone in all crazy. It's, it, it's not going to work. If you can't build an identity against South Alabama, how are you going to build an identity against Iowa State next weekend, which is our next comment. <laughs> Well, I don't even want to play Iowa State next week. <laughs> is the honestly, most most uh, second most I believe second most upvoted comment on the subreddit this week. When when was that comment made? Was that before or after Iowa State? Just completely after because they played after us. Oh, and they made this comment after the game. Oh, yeah. Wow, they they those fans are down bad. Yeah, they're down bad. <laughs> I would say also lost to a uh, Mac opponent this weekend. For those of you who yeah, didn't catch that game, but that field the field goal was good anyway. Field goal was that good, goal, but it, was, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, it really doesn't. That shouldn't have been that close. No, it shouldn't have been that close. But either way, poor poor Oklahoma State fans, man. <laughs> um, Let's get let's get yeah, to our spotlight. They are, they're on the struggle bus. We'll let those fans stay on the struggle bus. We're gonna move on. Train is rolling. Let's get to our spotlight features. We start the weekend off with number six Ohio State at number nine Notre Dame. Let's call this our game of the week. Let's call this our game of the week. Ohio State at Notre Dame. Big, 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 big game for A both big game. of these teams. First big of game. all. First of all, you've got Ohio State in a must in a must win. I would call this a must win yeah. for a playoff resume scenario because you don't really play that tough of a schedule. I think you need this win on that resume as well as potentially here in the distant future a win over Michigan. Um big yeah. game for Notre Dame as well because this is a legacy game. This is a Massive legacy game for Marcus Freeman. He needs this win. Notre Dame has not won this game since 1936. That's not on Marcus Freeman. Uh, they've also only played like a total of eight times. So that, that number, there's some years between that number. <laughs> um, but either way, they need this win, dude. Notre Dame, Yikes. Notre Dame looks really good so far. Um, but Ohio State looked very good in the second half of their game. This Ohio week. State's offense is really, really they, good. They, they, yeah, they're... Last week we were talking about their offense looking a little shaky, and then this week they they came out and they played. They played. They played Ohio State football. Um, as much as Ohio State is a potential national championship pick for me, I think Whoa. I think I think Week Four is going to bring some special special games to us. Notre Dame needs this win. Notre Dame wants this win. Marcus Freeman. Are you calling an upset? Marcus Freeman is three and zero. You're uh, calling an upset. Marcus Freeman is three and zero for the first time Dirty in his Notre You're Dame career. Upset. You stop it. I'm taking Notre Dame to win this game. Get get Notre out. Dame's he was at home. Sides. He was offside. Give me Ohio State. Notre baby. Dame's at home. Three point spread. Ohio State favored in that spread. Notre Dame is at home. I'm taking the upset. I want the upset. I want. I think this is going to be an incredible game. Both teams, Notre Dame especially, finally has the weapons to make a game like this a shootout game, and they're going to have to. Ohio State is not going to settle for anything other Ohio, than a yeah. shootout game. Um, Notre Dame has those weapons, and I think you get in a shootout at home, you're going to be a lot more comfortable than a shootout on the road. Give me Notre Dame. Why I feel not? like the over-under in this game has to be like 100. Because I feel like I feel like that's what this game is going to be. It's a college football game. It's probably around like forty-two, but yeah, that's probably true. But um, dude, I mean, if if you listen to our old podcast, 
you know I do not like Notre Dame <laughs> because of one man. We had a shirt and everything. We did have a shirt because <laughs> that movie was bad. Is it even? But, I was gonna say, is it even a good movie? I'm gonna admit to you right now, audience. I've nah. never, I've never seen Rudy. Um, I, uh, it's a dumb movie. It shouldn't have been made a story. <laughs> Or Either dumb way. story shouldn't have been made a movie. Whatever, uh, give me can, the Buckeyes. Can, I was going to say, can we just assume your pick is Ohio State? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Give me Ohio State. <laughs> We've got our second feature matchup of the week. We've got number 19, Colorado, 3-0, going on the road. It's in Eugene to take on number 10. Oh, my Oregon, gosh, this game's going to be so fun. Uh, I don't know if this one's going to surprise you or not. Oregon opens up as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I also want to tell you Vegas. Pardon me. Vegas has not been relatively close on a single Colorado spread so far this season. Not even. Yeah, relatively they are close. insane. Um, that might be the dumbest prediction I've ever heard. So that might be a lot closer than that says. Um, that said, Colorado's got to do some stuff if they want to beat this Oregon team. This Oregon team has a phenomenal run-stopping ability, a phenomenal pass-rushing ability. They've got what it takes to really, really, really bottle up this Colorado team. So Colorado, yeah. if they want to get things going, they got to op- they got to do the one thing they have not done at all this season. They have to open up that run game. They've got to find a way to get, I believe, uh, something Edwards... Is it? I don't remember his first name. The running back, one of the fastest players on any football field. They've got to find a way to get him to the second level. He wasn't yeah. able to get past the line of scrimmage all game against Colorado State. You got to find a way to get him into the second level. Get him into open field. He's going to make plays. He's going to have to become one of your biggest playmakers on your team if you're going to want to win games without Travis Hunter. You don't have that big playability without Travis Hunter. You've got big playability. Uh, you don't got yeah. explosive playability without Travis Hunter. Yeah, You're yeah. going to need your run game to open up if you want to beat Oregon. I'm going to say Colorado takes their first loss here. Oregon's at home. I, They're a much more complete that, team. Yeah. Maybe I'm doubting Dion too early. I don't know. I'm taking Oregon in this one, though. I'm with you. I, I, Oregon's, like you're saying, they've got the pass defense. they got the rush defense. The, their defense is set. But one thing, I mean, they they also got on the other side. They got a Heisman Trophy want a candidate at the quarterback, and he you about looks to call good. Him a wannabe? Were you about to call him a Heisman Trophy? I was gonna, I'm not a wannabe. Uh, 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 something. Yeah. He, he won. He, I mean, he is a, he's a up Heisman for it. Trophy wannabe. He's, he's up, up for it. it. He's up there. Granted, I mean, you right now. I mean, Travis Hunter's out. You have two on the other side of the ball, but yeah. or on the other side. But like, I. If they come out and they're laying duds like they did in Colorado State, they're not they're not competing in this I don't game. think Colorado's defense has what it takes to beat this Oregon team. This I Oregon think, team this yeah. Oregon team isn't explosive by any means, but there is a statistic that I, I'd like to rattle off here. Oregon leads the FBS in red zone scoring efficiency. They score eighty seven percent of the time Good when Lord. they reach the red zone. They have also scored on 89% of their offensive possessions this season. Yeah. Well, I guess it helps when you open the season 80-something to zero. Oh, yes. Uh, did you see that that team blew out a team 91 yep. to zero? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the uh, They blew out North America. Have you ever heard of them? That's where we well, live. <laughs> That's the yeah. whole country. Who did they play? <laughs> they played the was whole that, country. Was that a high school team? Like, I've never, I don't know. I've never heard of them. Either way, they did blow them out. That was a lot of points. Um. Yeah, but yeah, those yeah. are those are some offensive numbers from Oregon. They don't look flashy, but they are efficient. I don't know if Colorado this early in Dion's tenure can handle efficiency. I don't think they can. I don't think they can keep up with that. With that, uh, that I don't think their high-powered offense can keep up with their with Oregon's no, defense. I don't think so either. I'm taking Oregon in, the, in this yep. one. Let's move on to Iowa. Penn Give me the State. You've got Penn State whiteout, 6.30 p.m. game. Iowa's going on the road. Uh, Brian Ferentz not getting fired as of now. He is over his average. So stupid. He is over his average. Um, (laughs) Drew Aller has looked really, really good for the Nittany Lions so far. Iowa will be without, correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Luke Lachey. Yeah, they're tight end. Uh, They will be without him this week. So Eric All is really going to have to step up. We'll see if Cade McNamara still has that chemistry with Eric All. They haven't used him a lot this season. So 
evidently and the Shays that, had that uh, more, but uh, I don't know how to say it. it's like panini. It's like the noodle. They're <laughs> Reganini or whatever. Oh, their uh, wide receiver. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, it's, uh, they always yeah. pronounce it the proper way on TV. Reganini. Yeah, Reganini. Yeah, and like Nico. he was touted as like this guy that's going to be him this year. They just like last week didn't use him. Yeah. And obviously losing Luke Lachey is going to be huge, but I I don't want to bet against the Hawkeyes. I, I think as Iowa, an Iowa native, but I think Iowa knows how to use their tight end so well that it doesn't quite matter facts. as much as people. That's think. about the only thing Brian Ferentz knows how to They're do. They're going to get Eric all open. Eric all is going to make plays simply because Iowa knows how to make that happen. Yep. The spread here. Again, don't know if it'll surprise you or not. The spread here, Penn State opens as a 14-point favorite. I think that should be a little closer, but you are in yeah. a night game at Penn State. They tend and to they tend to ramp it up a little it's bit. It's scary there. But uh, yeah. that aside, I think it should be a little closer. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think this is I hope so. a much not a much better. I think it's a better Iowa team than people are giving them credit for. Offense still yeah. doesn't look great. I do. I would say defense does seem a little downgraded from last year, simply because I mean, they're not getting yeah. seven interceptions a game. But, I mean, if you watch the first half of that game against um, Utah, Utah State, State, yeah, they their defense didn't not the first half because they. I mean, they only shot them. They only got them ten points. Yeah, but like they were moving the ball. Like yeah. oh, Utah State was moving the ball at will and. The one thing Iowa doesn't usually do is give up chunk plays, and they give up a sixty-three yard bomb. Yeah, and it was supposed to. It was against their number one cornerback or safety, whatever position he is, Cooper DeGene. And like, I, one, I don't know. One positive out of Iowa: their offensive line push looked a lot better against Iowa State and Western better. Michigan. So you got to bring yeah. that. You're going to have to bring that against Penn State um, to a whole different level. That said, I'm not going to take them to cover, but give me Penn State in this one. I'm not betting against my Hawkeyes. Not betting against them. I don't. I don't dislike no. that. I really don't dislike that. I think I, this is going to be a lot better game than people think. I'm excited for this game. Th- th- this might be. This might be the the home home state blinders being on. But I I like Iowa. I think their defense shows up. I, I, their defense always does show up in the big game situations like this it's for a big some time reason. Matchup. But they always seem to both sides. Yeah, they always up. seem to show up in 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 this kind of situation. But then in like the smaller games that like you don't think are supposed to be like that are supposed to be the big blowout wins, that's when they kind of shade away. Yeah. But I think they show up and you know give me Cade McNamara three hundred yards in, in in a game. I like it. You ready for the upset pick? Let's get it. You ready for the upset I, pick? Number four, I I know, I know, I know. Number four, Florida State, 3-0, and going on the road to take on Clemson in this one. Let me give my two cents before, before you give yours. Let me give mine. Florida State opens up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I will say before I give my two cents, I think that line should be a little deeper. But uh, here's, here's, what, here's what yeah. I have on this game. Clemson wet the bed in week one against Duke. They looked horrible. Big facts. Offense looked terrible. So good. They looked like they were struggling to even keep in the game against Duke, much less win it. They look like they were struggling to even keep in that game. They've struggled to get off to hot starts against much lesser opponents than even Duke. Quarterback play has been less than exciting. And, you know, Dabo, if he doesn't change some things, let's face it, his job is on the line. Clemson has flat out stunk. And you know what? That's exactly why I expect this game right here to be an absolute fist fight. First ACC game, Clemson's at yeah. home. They're going to run down that hill. They're going to touch that rock, and they're going to get into a brawl. Oh, my gosh. Brawl. Their entrance is so lit. They're going to get into a brawl. It's so fun. Maybe it's not close. Maybe I'm crazy. Vegas seems to think it's going to be close. I think this game is going to be an absolute brawl. With that all out of the way, emotions aside, I'm not, State. I'm not taking the upset this week. <laughs> this Florida State team looks look so, so good. good right now. They look so good to the point where I think the only team that is beating this Florida State team this year is themselves. And if Thanks. they make the right mistakes in this game, I think Clemson could be right there. I don't think they make those mistakes in this game, though. I am taking Florida State. 
I'm even going to take Florida State to cover because two and a half points is a very thin margin. Oh, they're yeah, they're I'm I'm with you. I'm taking Florida State to cover, and I think that offense looks so high powered. Like the can't even think of the quarterback's name, which doesn't look good, but he is he he is doing it all. Like he can run, he can throw, he's got the deep ball accuracy, he's got the short, he's got the mid. Yeah, the run game looks good. Their defense is solid. Defense looks really good. The defense looks very good, and I, I don't – I think Clemson crumbles. Yeah, I I want – just for I, – I would love Just for to college see. football's sake, I'd love to see crazy upsets all year, and that's where we're trending towards. So yeah. I'd love to see an upset here. I don't think we get that upset, though. I think, I think Florida State uh, takes this game. I don't think they take it handily. I think at most I would give this game – a seven point spread, a touchdown spread. I would say, I'm giving it probably. I'm giving it probably a two possession game with. I'm giving it like a ten. And I would hammer the under in that game. Is all I'm saying. Uh, are we ready to get to NFL? I wish Joe was here for that part. Bottom big half Clemson of the guy. hour. Yeah, he's big Clemson. I think you would have picked Clemson. Uh, bottom half of the hour. Are you ready to get into NFL talk? Let's, let's get into some NFL. Before, well, I kind of want to skip it, but it's a <laughs> little heartbreak. But it's fine. Before we challenge our brains with a little NFL talk, let me challenge you guys. Subscribe to the channel. It's not hard. It's, it's really quick. Flip your phone real quick. Hit subscribe. Back out of your full screen. Click subscribe. Not only that, get your friends to subscribe. Get your grandma to subscribe. Get your sister to subscribe. I don't care who it is. Make your dog a YouTube account. Have him Thanks. subscribe. It's fully legal. It's easy. Support is free. Uh, for those of you who might just be tuning in that are friends of ours that don't think you're going to watch every episode, just subscribe. We don't care if you don't watch every episode. Others will. Just subscribe. Get us out there. I want to issue this challenge because we're trying to hit milestones here. We're trying to hit milestones. We're we're trying to hit 100 first. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If we hit that 100, uh, when we hit that 100... I, I'd like to do something for you guys. Possibly we're a little, giving away ten thousand dollars cash. No, possibly a little <laughs> bit. Possibly a little bit of a giveaway though. Uh, we're not we're not doing clothing, but that doesn't mean something's not in the works. Hit those subs. Make other people subscribe. Prove to us you're making other people subscribe. Maybe we'll pick a few of you, and we'll get you some one-of-one designs nobody else has. Let's talk NFL. Giants go six quarters without a score and then lead a crazy 28-point Daniel freaking Jones happens. Uh, All I'm going to say is, Daniel Jones, I don't like you. No? (laughs) I had you in my – I played him in fantasy. First half, I'm just like, I am going to crush (laughs) this guy. Second half, Not 37 so points. Yeah. Got it. Thanks, Daniel. Got Jones. it. <laughs> <laughs> um yikes. Yikes for the Cardinals, first of all. Um, uh, they're not winning a game this year. Just gonna throw that out there. Congrats to the Giants for uh scoring points. Um yeah, <laughs> is there Way to less, learn how to play football. Is there less panic out of Giants fans now? Reminder this game was against Arizona. Honestly, I don't. I don't think there should have been as much panic as there was because Dallas looks phenomenal. Yeah, Dallas looks really good. Uh, we'll Granted, we'll get to Dallas. We'll get to Dallas. That oh my gosh, really they look good. so good. So like, I don't think I don't think Giants fans should worry all that much as long as they because Daniel Jones has proved that he's a very good quarterback yeah. when that offensive line and can uh, block. that offense found its rhythm in the second half obviously and, I mean they're going to they got the, talent the season, to do you get shut out you're you're gonna you're gonna back down a little bit you're gonna lose a little yeah. bit of confidence even as a grown man you're gonna lose a little bit of confidence yeah this is a very good bounce back game for them because it was Arizona and they are do, do Giants fans still think Daniel Jones is the guy after 321 yards and two touchdowns? They were if you don't, they were crazy. real against him in that game one, which Giants fans are not exactly known to be all that fair. But I don't know how you can blame Daniel Jones for that whole game one. The tip drill interception, not his fault. The interception where Saquon literally got obliterated and it bounced into the other guy's hand. Not Daniel Jones' fault. Like Daniel Jones didn't look great, but Daniel Jones didn't look bad. 
That I agree with that. I'm not um, worried about Daniel Jones. Rookie wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt uh, on my fantasy team breaks out finally. Get he didn't have a single target in game one no. on the field the entire game, not a single target. Finally breaks out 89 yards as well as three other Giants targets, uh, collecting 40 plus yards receiving. Uh, really balanced offense there. Defensive yeah, end of the really like defensive end of the ball. The Giants are yet to get a sack and yet to force a turnover. They have three total, three total quarterback pressures in two games. Yeah, that's not great. That's not good. That's terrible. That's actually, especially week one, I understand not having like a turnover or a QB pressure because Dallas's offensive line is really freaking good. Oh, yeah. But Arizona, let's, but Arizona, let's figure it out. <laughs> they um, are not good. What is, what is this giant... Saquon's out now, too, as well. What is this Saquon giant's identity from here on out? How does this team win games? I don't think they know. I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily <laughs> think they know either. But yeah, you've got to find a way to get that defense doing something. you you've gotta, got to, you got to create I mean, pressure. Yeah. It showed, not to bring my team into it, but the Lions, like, a couple years ago, they had a solid offense. But their defense was one of the worst in the league. Granted, last year it was the same way. But, like, when Matt Safford, when they went to the playoffs, their defense was terrible. They didn't allow turnovers. I think they were last in the league in turnovers, last in the league for uh, pressures and everything like that. If your defense isn't getting that offense off the field, you're not going to win football games. So they got to figure out how that defense can – uh, can get some pressure and like dial up some different blitzes or something. You got to you got to throw some wrinkles in there to get yeah. that team because they have the talent on defense to do it. Offensively, I think balanced passing attack is going to be your biggest weapon. Uh, which fortunately yeah, for them in today's NFL, that is very possible. They no longer have a run game though. Uh, without yeah. Saquon, you're very hurt there. Daniel Jones isn't going to be able to run the ball all the time himself. Defenses are not going to allow he'll that. Because he trip after 70 yards. <laughs> Defenses aren't going to <laughs> allow that. So you can't really develop too much of a passing threat without a running attack. If I'm any defensive coordinator right now, I'm I'm sitting in a cover three zone against this team, not letting them throw the ball, forcing them to run, yep. and I'm, I'm dominating them. Any, sit in the cover three with a spy, and that's all you need. Any top 15 defense right now should be able to just pick this team apart with their think, immense yeah. lack of run game. But I I suppose we'll see. I don't see this Giants team winning a lot of games this year. That Saquon hurts, but they also don't have a lot of pieces elsewhere. Yeah, they got they got Darren Waller and Jane Hot, And, well... Hopefully, Jay, Jalen Hyatt comes in I'm a little bit more him. and they get that Daniel Jones-Hyatt connection. I'm excited for him. Um, speaking of connections, the best connection in the NFL right now Ooh, too sweet. Might, might just be Mike Evans uh, and uh, Baker Mayfield. I'm going to say this. I called it before last week. I picked up Baker Mayfield in fantasy and I'm like, Did this, you? he's... I did. I, I like started it. him this week. I like it. Well, I got granted, it. My other my other options was I had uh, Daniel Jones and Bryce Young. <laughs> so well, yeah. I was like, I I, uh, I ride or die. I ride or die with Brock Purdy. And uh, even if that man tears his UCL again, I just won't play with the quarterback. He's, he's your starter. I just yep. won't play with the quarterback. Uh, ride or die. Anyway, Baker Mayfield through two games, 490 yards, three touchdowns, not making mistakes. The dude is just doing what he needs to do. He's delivering to his he's, targets. He's letting him make plays. Not a ton going on there, but enough going on there to win games. Defense, uh, actually second defense in the NFL right now behind the team we're going to talk about next, the Cowboys, averaging four and a half sacks and two and a half takeaways a game. Second highest turnover margin at, I believe, plus five. Um, That's winning football. Their offense has not coughed up the football yet. No fumbles, no interceptions. They're converting third downs at over 42%. Uh, the Bills held that record last year at, I believe, 51%. So they're pretty pretty in that ballpark for the most part. That team looks good. Yeah, they look very good. I mean, they, and, and it's both sides of the ball. It's Honestly, it it's is. all fast. It's the ball. balanced. They're, it's so good. Wow. That team. It, it, I, who would have thought coming into this year that this team, one, would be 2-0. Oh, yeah. Two, would be getting led by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and three, would be one of the best defenses in the league after – 
Let's be honest, they had a struggle last year in the defensive side. Post Tom Brady, I had zero faith in this team. I'm not going to lie. 100%. And uh, that's what's fueling this team, obviously, from what they've said. But yeah. I had no faith in this team, as did nope. most people. How real is this hype for the Bucks? I'm here for it. Here. I really am. Uh, I, I I like it. I think... I think it's earned, very well earned in this first two weeks, and I think they're going to – they've got – I mean, they've got a very easily winnable division because they got say, the Saints and the Falcons and Not only do they have Carolina. a winnable division, they have a bottom 10 strength of schedule. So with that, how many games yep. do you think they win? Because this team looks What's a lot better than a bottom 10 strength of schedule. Hon- yeah, honestly, I'd say, give me give me a 10-plus wins. Ten plus that's that's a lot of wins. Ten. Then there's ten, so and, like ten, seven, and, ten seven. and seven. Ten and not a bad range. I don't, ten and seven, I don't eleven I and them, six. I don't know if I give him more than ten because Baker has not been that consistent in the NFL. Even when he's looked good, he hasn't been great. So we're gonna see. Uh, yeah, we're gonna see. Maybe he will be. Uh, but I mean that's just something. Even if he, he doesn't, he can be this Baker Mayfield the rest of the year, putting up the. 150 yards, 200 yards a game. And as long as he keeps his turnovers down, which has been his struggle throughout his career is keeping turnovers down, this team is going to be very good. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for him at this point. Uh, this team's been really fun to watch. They got a lot yeah. of attitude to them. They got, yeah, they got attitude and they <laughs> got talent. They back awesome. it up. That's when you enjoy watching Baker Mayfield is when – He's got that attitude. He's got that swagger. He's, he's got, got that. Yeah. He's got that Oklahoma in him, where he's just a dog, and he wants to come out and plant that flag. He wants to win plant football flag, games, baby. and he wants to prove people wrong. You put a chip on Baker Mayfield's shoulder, and he's dangerous. That's how he is. Um, I, I, that, I'm, I'm excited for that team. That team's going to cause problems. Speaking of quarterbacks who have a history of making mistakes, throwing interceptions, costing their team seasons, making mistakes and trying to do too much. Josh Allen's not on the list. Dak Dak Prescott. (laughs) Could could it be the Cowboys year? We hear this a lot. We hear this every year. We've heard this every year since, what, the 80s, 90s, early 90s? Either way. 1810. You hear this a lot. But I got a lot of good things to say about this Cowboys team. It's week two. Here's the thing with the NFL. It's week two. It's the NFL. There's a lot that happens in 17, 18 weeks, but 17 games of football. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Narratives change over the season quite frequently in this league. But the narrative is currently on game two. And through two games... The Cowboys are beating opponents 70 to 10. Outrageous. <laughs> um, of those 70 points, Cowboys defense and special teams has scored 14 of them. The defense also accounts for 10 sacks. That's five sacks a game, mind you. Seven forced turnovers and obviously obviously only 10 points allowed. Um, through two games, Dak Prescott has 398 yards and two touchdowns. Very similar to Baker numbers, which is... Leading me to my next point, Dak Prescott is finally doing exactly what Dak Prescott needs to do to win, and that is back off, let somebody else make plays, let somebody else win you the games because you've proven you're not a good decision maker, you're not good under pressure, you make a lot of silly mistakes when you try to extend plays. So he, he's not an he's not an improvising Mahomes. No. Oh, so I he's hate being, that I just said that. So he's be, but it's true. So he's being <laughs> so he's being efficient. He's doing what he yeah. needs to do to win, and it looks good. This team yeah, looks he, so good. He's finally realizing that he's not that guy and he's okay with it. Correct. Like the thing the thing that his numbers don't back up. And they don't back up how well he's been because of that week one. He didn't. He didn't have the stats. Like he didn't have the touchdowns. No. He didn't have the yards. But he didn't need to. His that team's game he didn't defense need to because, just literally took yeah. over. In that game he didn't need to because defense and special teams just dominated the Giants. Just literally dominated um, the every fact, aspect of that game. The fact that you can win forty to ten and possess the ball on offense for like twenty two minutes is beyond me. 
It's oh, literally <laughs> absurd. But either way, that team, I, I got a lot of positive things to say about that team. And for the first time yeah. in my life, I've got a lot, a lot of positive things to say about Dak Prescott because he's looked good. He's looked efficient. He looks like a yeah. team leader. That, to me, being a leader is a really big aspect in a quarterback. And he looks like he's really, really fitting that bill right now. For me, it's the first time in 22 years I can feel pretty confident confident in saying, Dallas, it, it just may be your year. It could be. I, I don't think it's I, – I think – You've got the question on here. Do they do they clinch the number one seed? Clinch the number one seed. Do they win? Yeah. At win? this point, I think they run away with their division. I think they handle that division so easily. Are you forgetting about Philadelphia? No. Oh, okay. I don't know about easily I, I, handle. Um, I think they sweep Philly. I think they sweep this division this year because that's bold. First, I don't know about first two weeks. Philly hasn't looked that great. No, they've not looked that great. But it's the first two weeks of an NFL season. Regardless, I don't think they do it so handily, but I will say this, and maybe it's bold, maybe it's not. I think with Dak Prescott playing efficient football, with this defense playing at the level that they've shown us they can play at, I don't think there's a team better than Dallas currently on a football field. I would agree. I think on paper, they are the best team right now could you, i would say could you imagine if you know that year that dak got hurt uh was it two years ago when he like broke his ankle two three years ago yeah, i think two years ago and he was on pace to put up like six thousand yards 50 touchdowns could you yeah. imagine if that dak prescott was playing right now with this defense <laughs> be interesting uh no uh, they would have they would have beaten the giants the 81 nothing like oregon no we're not forgetting about the 49ers no we're not forgetting about the eagles no we're not no forgetting we're not forgetting about, about the, the Lions. and we're, we're not forgetting about the lions for sure but regardless, I, I'm sorry. I, I know lines, the Cowboys have not played the greatest opponents. Statistically always they've, let us down. They've played the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback, and they've played the But the, the Jets still have a very good defense, and, and that the offense man, did what um, they wanted. But I don't know. This Dallas team looks really good to me. Quick note on the Jets. Um, Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall combined for like nine carries, and that offense looked terrible. Yes, very um, bad. Obviously, so, when you're down 20-some, nothing in the first quarter, it, it's not easy to bounce back from that. But And when your quarterback throws three interceptions. Yeah, uh, I think it was four total, but three in the first half, I believe. Yeah, I think there, you're right. There's not, a lot, <laughs> there's not a lot you can do in that game. I think it's time for the Jets to sign a veteran, but that is... Give me Kirk Cousins. That Man. is... Give me Kirk what? That is, Kirk Cousins to the Giants. To the Giants, to the Jets, to the Jets. To the Jets. I think yeah, I did say Jets. I meant to say Jets. What What does that trade look like? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, regardless, Soft Gardner. Regardless, that is besides the point. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's get to a little parlay party. Uh, parlay party for those of you who are new here. This is my probably favorite. It will be second favorite as of next week, but probably favorite segment of the week. What we do here. Is we're like building like we're building your ultimate weekly NFL winners parlay. Uh, we're gonna give you five picks for our absolute locks for the week, money lines, spreads, you name it. We're gonna give our picks. And then we're gonna give you a garbage shoot pick after, which is a game you should not touch. Our garbage shoot pick last week was perfect. We had the yep. Broncos commanders, and that game was just disgusting. Um that Oh, that was Either that Hillary was absolutely uh, parlay party. Shout out Russell Wilson for that. I'm kind of an idiot because so what I try to do with this is I try to only put on Sunday games so then we There's know by episode time if we hit the parlay or not. Uh, I accidentally put a Monday night game on last week and we picked that Monday night game. We picked yes, we the <laughs> Panthers to reverse cover a minus two and a half point spread. Uh, that game's going right now. I have no idea how it's going, but uh, we picked I was, that one. I was trying to see what the NFL, what the, what the Monday night game was next week, if, but it's not If loading. the Panthers cover that one, our record will be four and one. So we almost hit our first parlay. Uh, Zach, do you want to give me the answer on which team... Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, let's get into it. I'll <laughs> give you the. I'll give you the answer. It was the Lions. Whatever they lost. Here's Beautiful why. Game, by the here's way. why they lost. One, one, eight. They had eight injured starters 
Yeah, that, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. Like throughout the game. Uh, how's Hutch doing? Just started, uh, he, he came back in overtime. They okay. said that okay. he should be back next week. Okay. Uh, but they lost James Houston. Sucks. Dave Montgomery out the next three to four weeks. Um, I'm in Rusty Brown cramping all game. Yep. Uh, he's currently, I think, day to day, but he should be back. They still look pretty uh, good for all things considered. but Yeah. And one more thing before we move on. Overtime real stupid. <laughs> I think it is too. That overtime rule is so stupid. Just because I... they scored a touchdown and they won. Give Jared Goff the chance to go down. They'll score a touchdown and get the two point and they'll win the game. Get I, him out of there. I get not wanting to just switch up all the rules. <sighs> so stupid. But the playoff overtime so rule stupid. is so much better than the regular season. Honestly, one. the college overtime just... rule is so much better. Well, the playoff overtime basically is the college one. Um, well, yeah. But either way, I don't know why you don't just make the playoff one the same regardless. Everyone wants to see both teams get the ball. Give There's me, not a yeah. single person on this planet that wants to see the game end Ex- after one touchdown. Especially in that game because it was it was a very good game. No one's going to be like, ah, I don't want to see any more of this. Let's yeah. get out of here. Unless um, you're a Seahawks fan and the Lions win. Uh, currently, currently, game six, six. currently record's 3-1. and one. Um, I told you guys last week I retracted it. But I told you guys last week, I guaranteed if you took our bets as solos, you would profit. Uh, I don't guarantee that because this is not betting advice. This is not financial advice legally. Um, so I don't guarantee anything. But uh, you would have. We went three and one, potentially four and one, depending on how that game's going. But uh, let's let's increase that record again. Let's get into these. All right. Are there any? We don't have no Monday night games on there. Are there? Oh no! I ch- I made sure this week. Are there any games that jump out to you immediately as locks? There's two games that jumped out to me right away as locks, and it was uh, uh, Chiefs Bears and uh, the Bills and Commanders. Chiefs Bears, um, Chiefs to cover or just Chiefs? Money? Absolutely. Chiefs to cover I, twelve and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so easily. Okay. And here's why. Chiefs defense just got back Chris Jones and looked even looked better really than they did. They looked really good. And granted, I talked about this with uh, Carter at work. He's a Chiefs fan. Uh, he, their offense looked shaky, but, I mean, it's getting back Travis Kelsey off an injury. You're, you're off a Getting back, back the offensive week. line yeah. healthy and – I think the Chiefs absolutely run away with this game. Let's and put let's put Chiefs on the back burner. We'll come back to whether or not we take spread or money line. You said you said Bills and Bills Commanders. Bills Commanders. Do you like the Bills spread in that one? They're on the road. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like, like a the touchdown spread. I don't, I don't like the commanders. Uh, I think with I don't like how, the commanders at all. I think Ooh, with Sam how Howell's bad actually been playing pretty well. I think with how bad the Bills just dominated the Raiders. Uh, we said the Raiders yeah. were a more respectable team than their spread last week, so we went with money line. We could we probably could have went with spread because the Bills dominated that game. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I think our first pick is Bills minus six and a half. I think that is yeah. our first lock. You know which one stands out to me here. Cowboys on the road at Cardinals. Cowboys to cover that. that Cowboys yeah. to dominate that twelve and a half point spread. Yep. I think we're starting off Cowboys with two. I think we're starting off with two spreads here. I think we're taking Cowboys spread, and we're taking the Bills minus six and a half. Uh, let's circle back. I, let's circle back to that Chiefs Bears. Do we want to go money line or do we want to throw another spread on here? I th- I really genuinely think they cover. Because Justin Fields, not to get on the hate for Justin Fields, but he looked so bad last week. He did. He against did really the Packers bad. defense, who doesn't defense. look that good. Chiefs defense And the Chiefs is even defense better. looks so much better. Chiefs defense forces a lot of pressure, not a lot of interceptions, but, I mean, it, it can result in that. Uh, screw it. Let's start with three spreads here. Pretty, pretty, risky, pretty risky start to the parlay party here. We're going to start with Cowboys minus 12 and a half at Cardinals. Very confident in that one. Bills minus six very and a half at the Commanders. Very confident in that one. Little less confident in this one, but Chiefs spread over the Bears. Very, very doable. I think, I mean, it could be a breakout game yeah. for the Chiefs. They're still looking to I get their offense. I think they figured it out. I mean, they're still looking to get their offense at top notch. This could be the game. So, And I think the Bears defense, it doesn't have a very good rush defense. And I think the Chiefs finally figure out Andy Reid for one of the first times in his career. Great coach, but he figures out that he can run the football too and be very good and gives the ball to Pacheco. And he has, I think Pacheco has a coming out party this week. I like it. I like it. I also like Vikings money line over the Chargers at home. Vikings are 0-2. I don't see 
a universe where the Vikings fall to 0 and 3 to start yeah. the season with Justin Jefferson putting up nearly 200 yards a game receiving. How do they lose their first three games? I don't see a world where it's possible. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I I hate the Vikings because uh, bad me back to fantasy football. Played Jettas and T.J. Hawkinson and Daniel Jones this week. So that's a combined ninety points with three players. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, just, I, I I think I think Vikings bounce back here because the Chargers defense looks very shaky. I like to I like to follow storylines a lot, and there's patterns to football games more than there is just talent on the field. There's patterns to games. I don't. I just don't. I don't see a planet where the Vikings lose three in a row. So I think that uh, is our fourth. Do you got a fifth jumping at you? Is this our bold one? Uh, we are looking for a bold one. We are uh, looking ooh. for a bold one. There's not a ton of bold. There's not really a bold one on here. There's not a ton of bold. I mean, unless here. you go Tyson's Jags, but then you're just insane. Uh, our bold one could also be flipping a spread. The one I'm thinking is Titans-Browns, honestly. That's the one I keep going back to. I think Titans cover. I think Titans win. Titans. You think Titans Titans win it? Do you think potentially a reverse minus four? That's a whole touchdown. They got to be ahead, roughly. That could be our risk. I don't know. You're you're at Cleveland. Cleveland's defense looks really good. Uh, do you want to just go Titans money line on that one? Titans look a lot better this week against the Chargers. They they finally looked good. But I'm just saying that Browns defense is that Browns not, defense is very stacked. that Browns defense is not the Chargers defense. Yeah. Um, the the other one I keep going to, and I hate that I keep going to it because I don't know why I have so much faith in this stupid man, but it's the Jets. I don't know why I like Zach Wilson <laughs> so much, but I do. You know, you know which one I, I kind of like about that game. I like. You know which one I kind of like. Let's call see. call me absolutely ridiculously crazy. Gardner, don't say the Broncos. Gardner Minshew just took okay, over good. for the Colts. Uh, Colts go on the road and are eight and a half point Ooh. dogs against the Ravens. Ooh, could the Colts sneak one out? I don't hate that, but I think Lamar Jackson looked so good he did. last week. He did look really good. He finally, I'm very finally connected with Mark Andrews. No, heck no. Um, I kind of like your Titans Browns. Titans go on the road and they go two and one. I I, I think I don't that think they reverse cover my that, but I don't think so either. So what are we looking at? We're looking at Vikings money line. That's already kind of risky in and of itself because they are dogs in that one. Uh, we got Vikings money line. We got Bills to cover six and a half. We've got the Chiefs to cover Cowboys. 12 and a half. Cowboys to cover 12 and a half. And then that leaves us at our risky pick, I believe, which would yeah. be Titans Bills, as four-point dogs taking down the Browns money line. Yeah, I think that's all five. Uh, I like it. I really like that. The spreads yeah. scare me. Spreads always scare me. Just because, just because Vegas twelve and a half point one is a little scary. Just because Vegas is always really, really close with those. Uh, that's yeah. that's the only reason those scare me. And it's the NFL. I mean, you're in such a balanced league. A lot of stuff can happen at any given time. But uh, let's let's pick a garbage shoot game. What is what's a game? Honestly, here? one of the the other one that I could see as like a gimme. To be completely honest, that I would be willing to get rid of the Chiefs Bears for is that Dolphins Broncos game covering. Take the Dolphins to cover other Broncos. Dolphins are. I at think home. the Dolphins uh, and Tua. We didn't talk about it, but I think. So you're saying I throw think out the Chiefs? Dark Horse MVP. Saying throw out the Chiefs, put the Dolphins in. I, I would Jaylen, be okay with that. Jalen Waddle will not be active for this game. Don't care. <laughs> Still taking him to cover that six. Uh, easily. Okay, so let's throw out the chip. Chiefs. I would, be, I, I, I would say either I'm cool with keeping the Chiefs in because I'm still pretty confident in that one. But I don't, I'm, I don't like Chiefs money line in that one or uh, Chiefs I'm spread much, in that one. I'm much more confident in the Dolphins covering the spread. I like it. I like it. So let's because let's throw the Chiefs game out. Let's throw the Chiefs game out. So then at that point we are looking at Vikings money line. We're looking at Bills to cover six and a half. We're looking at Dolphins to cover six, Cowboys to cover 12 and a half, and the Titans to go on the road and take down the Browns. Yeah. For record's sake, that is our parlay party there. Uh, let's Now let's pick a garbage shoot. Steelers Raiders. 
not touching that game with a ten foot pole. That's the main one that jumped out to me. Nope. I don't. I don't <laughs> Yeah, that's the main one that jumped out to me. Saints Packers, kind of, but I think Saints, the Packers I think the Packers handle one. that game. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Packers are and home. honestly, as much as I hate to say this, I I I wouldn't bet on the Lions Falcons one either. Yeah. Oh, dude, that actually was probably gonna be my garbage shoot pick this week when I was that looking might at be these my games. garbage shoot pick. I think that's our garbage shoot pick because both of those teams yeah. look so good right now in their respective well, rights. They look equal. Yeah. Both of those teams look very. Very equal right now. That game yeah. could go a lot of different ways. The only reason I obviously I want the Lions to win as a Lions fan, but the only reason I think the Lions I think the Lions do end up winning that game and I think they do I really do think they cover that the spread. Uh only because Falcons don't have a pass offense really, and that's where the Lions struggle. Yeah. Yes, they got Bijan and uh Tyler Argile, but Argier or however you say his name, but the Lions rush defense looks really good. So I'm not I feel like I'm undershooting how good they are, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried about it as much as I should um, be, probably. As of right Marshall now, they're going to come on, put out a thousand yards. Just an update. As of right now, we're probably going to be three and two in our first week. The Panthers don't look bad right now. It's thirteen six, but Ooh. game's pretty close to ending there. Um, a lot could happen though. I mean, close game. Um, either way, I I really like that garbage shoot pick. I think we're going to do pretty good this week as well. Um, again, probably going to be three and two last week. Picking a cool picking a rookie quarterback as our risky pick was a little extra risky last week, but I still like it. It was a fun one. Um, so are you going garbage shoot games, Steelers Raiders, or are you going garbage shoot Lions two. Falcons? I think we're taking two garbage shoot games. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with picking it's, those. It's two. our show. You guys don't tell us what to do. Yeah, we do what we want. Don't touch Raiders Steelers. We tell you what to do. Don't touch Steelers Raiders. <laughs> I- that don't game touch for Falcons sure Lions. Touch. Don't touch either of those games. It's a bad idea. For sure, don't touch Steelers Raiders. It's a bad idea. Just don't do both it. Both those teams don't look great, and that game could be five to two for all I know. Yeah. Um. That is going to do it for Parlay Party. It's also going to do it for the episode. Let's wrap up. It's also going to do it for the episode. Episode two. I have some boigas to make. Is in the books. Uh, one thing I want to let you guys know going into next week. One more new segment's going to be here. Not only is Joe going to be here, one more new segment's going to be here. Medium Ting's coming. Our, <laughs> I don't know if we're bringing that back. <laughs> our NFL, our own, our very own. Like I said last week, the nerds were in the lab. I'm the nerds. Um, They were in the lab. We got I'm our sure own. This, this computer's got its own little equation now. We got our own mathematics. We've got our own NFL rankings power ratings if you will which we'll explain next week um as we release the very first power ratings for the nfl season our very own and you must believe detroit's number one baby detroit probably will not be number one but the computer decides that hey after they win by 106 (laughs) either way we will explain more about that next week when we introduce it to you guys for now that is episode two i'm ethan that's zach we're going to see you guys next week for episode three. We out. Peace.